We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What is up and welcome to the uncontested post-game podcast. I'm your host for the night, Nick, as the Thunder lose to the Orlando Magic by a final score of 126 to 115. We are proudly part of the Blue Air Podcast Network and DailyThunder.com. And if you don't already, be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a five-star rating and also follow us on socials at Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, and TikTok. Um, so again, the Thunder fall by 11 points to the Magic tonight. I think it's important context to consider that the Thunder were on the second out of a back-to-back, uh, especially a, a back-to-back that was coming off of a game in which they scored 150 points. Um, not that they would come into this game taking it less seriously after playing so well the night before, but there's certainly something um, to be said about that. Whenever you're kind of on a high, you literally couldn't miss the night before. There always seems to be this kind of regression to the mean, and so the Thunder... Um, not looking great offensively tonight, even with Shea back in the lineup is not overly surprising. Uh, before we get to the actual the game flow itself, wanted to uh, give my big takeaways. Uh, the first one, Jalen Williams, J-Dub, his defense just continues to impress. Um, I think early in the season, he was criticized a bit for um, giving up quite a few points on defense. Uh, I think the the context there that people were perhaps missing was um, he was being asked to play a variety of positions, right? Like J-Dub's versatile. He can play one through four on both ends. Um, but you think about a rookie coming into the league and learning to adjust to the pace of play. Um, you're going up against guys that are bigger, stronger, faster. So when he's guarding, um, you know, smaller guards, those guys are a lot faster than guys he saw in college, especially playing at uh, a school like Santa Clara. And I thought there's not great athletes, great players, uh, but he wasn't going up against the competition uh, or even close that he is now at the NBA level. So defending smaller, quicker guards, um, even, you know, defending wings. Sometimes he's going up against wings that are six, nine, six, ten in this, you know, jumbo NBA. Um, and then he's even playing some four, like defending guys that are traditional power forwards that are strong and can space the floor. And so, um, 
I think he flashed the defensive upside early, although his defensive metrics were not great early on. You're starting to see as he adjusts to the style of play in the NBA, he looks a lot better. Um, the last two games uh, against Boston, he had uh, four steals tonight. I think he had five. I'm going to double check the box. grid. five last that I looked. Um, Jalen Williams finishes with yep, five steals. So nine steals in the past two games. And to be clear, steals are not the only indicator of good defense. Um, you can have uh, a high number of steals in a game and, and actually be bad on the defensive end. Um, kind of cherry pick, but J-Dub's defense has been much improved of late. It's been impressive to see him guard a variety of different players. And even dating back to Santa Clara, he was a guy that um, got his first action at the college level for his defensive upside. Um, he's got a 7-2 wingspan. He's 6'6", six, 6'7". Six, six, um, it just provides a ton of versatility, and he's been super impressive on that end over the past couple games, including tonight, five steals. Um, second big takeaway, Isaiah Joe. Uh, I feel like a broken record. I feel like I say this every post game. I feel like I say this every group pod. Got to be the best shooter the Thunder have had in recent history. Like even even looking back to like 2008 when the Thunder you know first started playing in Oklahoma City, and you look at some of the best shooters they've had. Uh, take away someone like Paul George, who just was nuclear in one of his seasons in Oklahoma City. I think he broke the record for like most three pointers made in a season. Um, Isaiah Joe, as as a shooter based on efficiency, um, you know, making most of the shots that he puts up, whether it's on high volume and going, you know, seven for for 12 or whether it's on a smaller amount of attempts and a more limited role going two of three in a game, like he can do it all. He doesn't need a ton of shots to get going. And just again, tonight he continues to prove to be um, one of the best shooters uh, in the history of the thunder, at least to this point in the season. Um, I don't think playing 30 games for a team warrants being on any sort of list as it relates to, to being one of the thunders best shooters. You got to put together a body of work and do it over a longer period of time. Uh, but tonight, Isaiah Joe finished three of six from deep, fifty uh, percent. That's dang near what he's what he's doing on the season. Um, just a, a really, really, really good shooter and a guy that Oklahoma City has on a a team friendly minimum deal uh, this year and the two years following. So just a great pickup by Presty and staff in the off season. Uh, next big takeaway is actually a little bit about the Magic, but I'll hone it back into the Thunder. Paulo Bancaro, obviously incredible, has been all year. I think he's ran away with the Rookie of the Year trophy at this point, especially with how um, Ben Matherin's struggled of late from an efficiency standpoint. This Magic team, and again, tonight's team was a bit depleted. We'll get into that here in a second. But this Magic team truly uh, revolves around him. Like, he is the guy. He's the alpha. Uh, tonight, he finished with 20, was it 25 points? Um, on 17 shots. Like, you will take that all day long, especially as from a rookie. Uh, but the way he transforms this team, like, the, the Magic are still not a great team. They're, they're not even probably a good team. They're the Thunder. Um, they're, they're just up and coming and getting better. And the way he impacts the game as a rookie is super special. And it makes you realize every year, you know, a lot of these top picks just transform a rebuilding team. And uh, change the way they play, uh, change the outcomes of a lot of their games. Like tonight, if Paulo hadn't played, Magic probably don't win. Bringing that back to Oklahoma City, with how much they've improved this year, um, again, broken record, Chet fix a lot, fixes a lot of their problems. And 
it's just hard enough to think about if Chet Holmgren was playing on this team that they wouldn't be closer to probably 500 on the season, especially if he played the way that we saw in summer league. You know, there probably would have been some growing pains early on going against some of the 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 top centers in the NBA, but it's hard not to imagine Chet Holmgren uh, making this team really, really, really fun to watch. And watching Paulo tonight uh, just brought that back to light a bit since he was the number one pick right ahead of Chet. Uh, speaking of centers, Chet, like I said, would fix a lot of the problems Oklahoma City has. They they give up a ton of rebounds. They give up a ton of points in the paint, and it's gotten worse as the season goes on due to injury. So you lose Chet, you know, before the season even starts. You lose JRE, who isn't really even a center, but was asked to play center because of the lack of front court depth. He gets hurt early in the season. From there, Pokashevsky gets hurt recently. Uh, he's out for the foreseeable future, at least five or six more weeks. Um, again, he's not really a center either, but he's only a seven-footer on the roster, and you need him. Uh, he's out now. So then you're left with Jay Will, uh, rookie out of Arkansas, who's undersized. He's like 6'9". Mike Muscala, who's 6'10", 6'11", good three-point shooter, really, really good veteran big, but not a traditional center by any means. And then Darius Baisley, who rarely plays anymore. Um, you're left with those three guys entering the night, and Jay Will gets hurt. Ankle doesn't come back. Uh, I haven't seen anything yet on the timeline for return or the severity of that ankle injury, but you got to imagine if he's missing any time, it, it's sad to even say on January 4th that losing a rookie center that's played most of the year in the G league uh, is going to hurt this team, but it is like you're sitting here now with Mike Muscala as your only real center and Darius Baisley, who, like I said, another DNP tonight, it was a, at the end, it was a blowout loss. Like it was legitimate garbage time. He was the only active player that once again did not play tonight. This is the night after um, he was a, uh, I think he played six minutes against the Celtics in a game where they were blowing him out. And the theme is the last week or two, there's been a lot of games where the Thunder have just struggled with size and rebounding and defending the paint, which are things Darius Baisley could absolutely help with. Like, I don't think he's going to give you a ton of offensive production, but as it relates to to boarding the ball and protecting the paint, getting some blocks, like that's what he does. And the Thunder still opt not to play him. Um, so between the J. Will injury, the Bays DNPs, I don't know who's going to play center for this team. Like you saw a lot of Kenrich Williams out there at center tonight. Um, it's just not going to work. Like barring another blowout, like you saw against the Celtics, the Thunder just couldn't miss anything. We're playing the best games of their lives. Um, they're going to struggle, especially on this upcoming road trip. Um, they've got Philly again. They've got a bunch of quality bigs they're going to go up against. And if you got to play Kenrich Williams and Mike Muscala as your primary centers, uh, probably going to struggle quite a bit. Um, seeing Mo Bamba out there tonight really made me wish Oklahoma City would make a move for a guy like him on a halfway decent contract um, can space the floor, good rim protector. Uh, I think he is the perfect center. It's obviously fits the timeline as well. So we could, you know, back up Chet play alongside Chet in certain situations next year and the year beyond. Um, but this season he'd be the perfect guy. And I, and I don't think he would take too much to acquire. Like I think it's been reported earlier this season that the magic would move off of Bamba for a first round pick. Um, that's pretty broad. Cause you don't know if they're asking for like a solid, first round pick or if it's a projected late first round pick or a certain protection they're looking to avoid. Um, nonetheless, I think Mo Bamba would be a guy that fixes 
all of the above in the short term, but also would be a quality piece in the long term. Um, going through the actual game itself, uh, I mentioned the Magic weren't really themselves tonight. Uh, due to the debacle with the Detroit Pistons, uh, they had a couple guys still facing suspensions. Uh, they had Bull Bull and held in safety protocols. Jonathan Isaac still recovering from injury. He's listed now not as out, but as injury recovery. So he should be coming back soon. Uh, no Jalen Suggs with ankle soreness. No Mo Wagner with uh, suspension. Same with Franz Wagner, Admiral Schofield. All those guys had league suspensions. So the Magic <clears throat> only had nine players available. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, <laughs> I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shea Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f-ing best. Each week, Shea Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dom- Dominic Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina Wine Mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Um, the game itself had a pretty slow start to it. It didn't feel like there was much energy early on. It was 10 to eight halfway through the first quarter. Uh, you see J-Dub get a couple of his steals early. So he sparked the offense with back-to-back steals for buckets towards the end of the first quarter. Um, Magic extend their lead to seven with two minutes left in the first. And then the Thunder closed the lead. It's 31-28 at the end of quarter one. SJ had 11 points. Uh, but again, like I mentioned earlier, even before Jay will went down, the rebounding and the paint were a problem. Um, magic were a plus 10 in the first quarter. Their rebounding numbers were 16 versus Oklahoma city six. In fact, they had five offensive boards, which, uh, five offensive boards versus six total for the thunder really tells you all you need to know. Another theme about this game was slow starts to just quarters in general. So in the second quarter, uh, magic come out on a seven Oh run. They continue to dominate the paint. They take a 49-36 lead halfway through the second quarter. Um, They actually extended their lead to like 61-45 to 
44, somewhere in that ballpark with about three minutes left. Uh, Caleb Houston knocked down a triple that, that really started to pull away. Uh, that's before, right before half. From there, Oklahoma City has a, a few nice shots. They pull within 10 with about 90 seconds left. And then once again, it's just a game of runs per usual. Uh, the Thunder fell late in the first half and we're down 70 to 53 going into the break. Um, anytime you let up 70 points and a half, like it's going to be hard to overcome um, down 17 at half because of the lack of defense or the lack of paint presence in allowing those 70 points. Uh, points in the paint at half was 36 to 16, which was just brutal. Um, looking at the end of the game, I'm actually curious. I hadn't looked at this. Points in the paint ends up being 30 to 48, and rebounding ends up being 49 to 33. So, story of the game. Um, I'll break down the second half here real quick, though. Another slow start for the Thunder in the third. Uh, Magic had a 5 1 run to start that quarter. There's a lot of free throws in the third. It felt like the game couldn't really get any rhythm because there was free throws both ways. Um, SGA was the guy on the Thunder that continued to get to the line. Uh, but it was 80-60 to 60 halfway through the third. So a 20-point game. Um, Isaiah Joe hits back-to-back triples, pulls a Thunder within, I believe it was 13 with about four minutes left. Oklahoma City actually pulled within nine. Um, late in the third quarter, it was 95-86. Um, and then they finished the quarter 95 88 was the score after three uh, Oklahoma city finished on a 30 to 15 run fourth quarter comes around uh, the magic eclipse hundred points early in the fourth, you know, going back to the giving up 70 in the first half. Anytime a team's got a hundred super early in the final frame, never a good thing. Uh, the lead went kind of bounced back. It was like 10, 12, 14 back down to down to nine up to 11, you know, kind of that, that eight to 14 range for most of the fourth uh, Terrence Ross was starting to get cooking. Uh, Paula Bancaro making some tough buckets late. Thunder did have a short run there at the end um, to make it uh, a fairly close game with about three minutes left, but then they couldn't get close enough to actually overcome the magic. And they ended up falling, like I said, 126 to 115. Um, looking at the box score, a couple things that I will mention here. J-Dub, a uh, highly impactful game, struggled tremendously on offense. He was 2 of 8 from the floor, 0 of 2 from 3. Uh, but he did have the five the five steals I mentioned, four assists, uh, a block. So it's good seeing a young guy like J-Dub that doesn't have a good offensive night that continues to find ways to impact the game. Um, SGA was our player of the game with 33 points. He was 17 of 18 from the line. That is Incredible. Just even getting to the line that many times speaks to how much he's improved as a, a finisher and then just getting the refs to blow the whistle. We see the elite players in the league uh, do that by the time they're uh, they're reaching their prime, which is why SG is averaging 30 a game this year is because he's found a way to get to the line. Josh Giddy, 16, 5, and 4. Solid night for him. I mean, it's, it's close to his, his average on any given night. Lou Dort finished Pretty bad from the floor, three of 11, but all three of those makes were uh, three-pointers, three of six from deep, uh, four of four from the line. He finishes with 13 points. Um, off the bench, not much doing. Um, did have three guys in double-figure scoring, but they were they were quiet points. Like Kenrich Williams had 12. Uh, Isaiah Joe is probably the most sparky that I mentioned with 13. Mike Muscala had 11. Um, he knocked down three of his four three-point attempts. Um but just overall, the the scoring didn't feel like it was there. You know, they did score 115 points, so it wasn't as bad as maybe the eye test um, looked. 
but giving up 126, it's tough to uh, win a game when you're giving up that many points. Um, for the Magic, again, Paulo had 25. The Magic actually had eight of their nine starters in double figures. Caleb Houston with 11. Wendell Carter with 13 and 13. Markel Fultz had 13. Gary Harris had 18. Mo Bamba had 10. RJ Hampton with 12. Terrence Ross with 18. So just a an impressive win, honestly, for Orlando. You know, being down uh, six players for various reasons. Um, playing against a Thunder team that's coming off a huge win. Well-balanced attack. Like, Paulo led the way. Everybody else chipped in, did their part. And the Magic just... With the better team, straight up. Um, good things from both sides, but the Magic were the better team when it was all said and done. Um, let's see if we got any Twitter questions here. I tweeted out the uh, question, but hadn't read through these yet. Um, of course, the joking question that we expected to get is this team better without Shea? 150 points without him last night, only 115 tonight. I uh, hope that's a joke because the answer is no. Um, let's move here. Are Lou, is Lou Dort's driving worse than Baisley's? Uh, Lou Dort's driving's fine. I think it's the decision-making at the rim and the touch around the rim. Like He gets to the rim and uses his body well to get there and, and gets gets good looks. Um, just doesn't know what to do when he gets close to the rim. He either you know doesn't have the touch, throws it off too hard, turns it over, I think Baisley is a different kind of bad as a driver because he just gets tunnel vision and feels like half the time he trips or turns it over before he even gets near the rim. Um, they both can improve their their game near the rim, but I wouldn't say that uh, Dort is similar to Baisley offensively at all. Um, that's it from Twitter. Looking for the Thunder now 16 and 22. On the season, as we're sitting here today, that puts them at 13th in the Western Conference, and that moves them down to 25th in the league. Um, so back in that number six slot for lottery odds. I feel like that's a sweet spot. Um, it's going to be really, really hard for like the Detroits, the Houstons, the Charlottes, as we're talking now and I'm recording, um, watching the Rockets game in the background. And last I looked, they were down like 30 to the Pelicans. Um. Yep. Still thirty. Nope. Twenty. They they've pulled closer, but they're they're bad. Uh. Same with the Hornets. Same with the Pistons. Uh, Spurs are kind of in that bucket as well. Um. I really do feel like, especially with the way uh, some of these teams might tank towards the end that are above the Thunder, especially the Jazz who have lost five straight. Getting that that sixth highest lottery out would actually be a win at this point, um, because that would be a situation in which the Thunder were halfway competitive all season, but still get a decent shot at Victor Wimbanyama. Um, you know, even if you're a bottom three team, the best he gets 14%, although the the floor of your pick is higher, the the further down you are in the reverse standings, um, ultimately you still have a shot at that, that top pick um, with the six best lottery odds. Uh, moving forward, two more games this week. The Thunder will take on the Wizards Friday, the Mavericks Sunday. Both of those are home games before they head out on a tough road trip so we'll be back with you guys on friday uh, i assume we'll do a group pod uh, following the mavericks game uh, but until then and as always under us 
Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.